Okay, so we're going to do things a little differently this time. I am simultaneously recording on video the podcast. The video podcast version will be available on YouTube by clicking on the YouTube icon on my website, robertflutie.com. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I want to let my love shine a little bit more brightly. I got some notes. I was told that as a conversational speaker in my podcast, it is um, more meaningful to a lot of the people who have been listening to be able to feel that there is a greater degree of connectivity between me and the person who's listening. So my solution to that is to invite you in to watch the conversation and to be a part of it visually. So with that, Hi, greetings, and today we are going to talk about who raised your love, because that's what matters. So who raised your love is an idea of a conversation that came up for me while I was hiking in Colorado, might have been Wyoming, took a road trip with Virginia, and Virginia and I had a lot of things to talk about, and we discussed a lot of life, and in those conversations came up this awareness that the person who you fall in love with, it's a double entendre, right? The person who you fall in love with, two people, first and foremost, you. You've got to love yourself. I don't think any of us would dispute that loving me makes me so much more powerful and so much more capable and so much more present in my ability to love you. And one of the things I realized is I watched Virginia interact with her family and fell into this thinking pattern of how we are a product in large part of the people who raised us and who we've spent a lot of time around doesn't necessarily have to be parents. It could be grandparents. It could be aunts, uncles, best friends, the neighbors, whomever. We all have an influence in our life that in some way, shape, or form molds us and transforms us into a version of the exposure that we've had, right? And so the first thing that I thought about in this conversation about who raised my my love or who it is that raised me to love was how much I'm like the people that I've surrounded myself with since I was a child, which for me was primarily my parents and my brothers. And really to know me and to love me would mean for you to, by extension, know and to love them as well, right? Because There are a lot of similarities. There's a lot of things that come up in my character development, my personality, my nuances that were given to me. Now, it's not always great exposure, and some of us have to come to a place where we make decisions about not wanting to be that and to be able to grow and to evolve and to mature into um, something that we feel really connected and happy with. 
And sometimes that happens when you are in situations that may have a lot of trauma or abuse. But for the most part, let's just go straight down the middle here and talk about what it's like to be who we are based on the love that we were raised to have. And in watching Virginia specifically, um, I realized that to love her meant to extend that love to her family because she is an extension of those people. And it gave me a tremendous and powerful insight into how when we meet people, and this is kind of where the meat is on the bone for me, when we meet people, we don't know where they come from. We don't know what they're made of. We don't know what experiences they've had that have helped shape and mold who they are, right? And we kind of go into it blindly and we think, oh, you know, this is a person who I'm being introduced to for the first time. And as I get to know them, I don't have much of a reference point around that. I don't really have a lot of context. So I end up accepting in large part who that person is and what they're about. And as I develop and invest more time into the relationship, I get to see where the connective tissue and where the through lines are in who that person is based on how they interact with other people. But what an amazing insight it is to be able to have as a reference point how that person became who they are. It takes away a lot of the um, questions that I think we often struggle with in relationships as we wonder why someone may behave a certain way or show up in a certain manner or do things um, in certain situations. And we spend and invest a lot of our time in you know, trying to dissect that and understand what it means. And, it, and we assign value to people's behaviors and to their actions. And we try to fit it into the construct of who we are and what we bring to the table, right? And it was just a really powerful moment of awareness for me where I saw the way that Virginia was interacting with her parents and her siblings. And I realized who she was on the basis of that, and that piece in its ability to fit in to how she is in our relationship opened up an expanse of um, recognition for me that allowed me to say, I can accept this person for who they are. Because now all of a sudden, the way that they were showing up really had nothing to do with me. It was all about my being able to see them and who they are and how they were choosing to show up based on the experiences that they've had, right? And just a footnote here, we all get choices. We all have the opportunity to decide to not be a certain way or to change it and be a different way entirely. But again, like I said, we're kind of going straight down the middle on this. And I was like, wow. Like, that's what I want. That's who I want to be. That is the world in which I want to live in. I want to be me. And I want to, and I'm really happy with who I am. And I'm in love with the way that I'm growing and the way that I'm evolving and the way that I'm maturing. And I'm not getting it 
perfect by any stretch of the imagination, and nor am I going to ever stop learning and growing and evolving. But I do like who I am. And when I think about who I am based on what I was offered as a guidepost to becoming me, um, I have such a different perspective on who I am because I no longer judge and look at myself in a manner that is comparative. I, I just I just know that I am where I'm at in my life because of the surroundings that I've had. So I don't want to get too esoteric and philosophical about it. The, what I'm trying to say is that it's such a powerful place to be, to know yourself and to know others when you're able to see how we got to where we are, okay? I could have probably said this nine minutes ago, but this is a podcast and we talk and we have you know conversations and part of it is entertainment, okay? So, um, so who raised your love? Who are you? And when you take a look at that, you get to see and fine tune and to tweak and to you know, dial the frequency in on what it is that you want to hear coming out of the, out of the radio, right? You get to say, hmm, that's sounding a little staticky. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just turn that dial a little bit and get rid of that static, or I'm going to make it a little bit more sharp. Maybe I'll turn the volume up or volume down in some parts of what I'm hearing. But it is essentially a process where we're raised to love. We're taught all of these things and we show up as a version of that. And the double entendre about this is how do you use that to elevate and to raise your love, right? So who raised our love, meaning who brought that love that's in us out to the forefront? And then who raised your love in the version of who did you meet and what experiences did you have in your lifetime that allowed you to increase the vibrancy and the vibration of the love that you offer to the people around you. And I find that to be such an incredibly powerful and empowering place, as I stated earlier. But what's truly important for me as I navigate that conversation is that When we take ourselves out of a situation and we can just objectively observe it and just let things settle as they are, it allows us to come to a place where we're not trying to change it or mold it or redefine it. And, you know, you've heard the the adage, you know, don't put a round peg into a square hole. Well, if you could see a round peg for being a round peg, the struggle of trying to make it fit into a square hole is gone because you know and understand that that round peg only can go into a round hole. And so there's this incredible freedom and opportunity to be liberated from the constraints that come from you being able to show up who you are and allowing other people to show up who they are 
and to accept that lovingly on both sides of that. And if you enter into this process and step into the arena with you loving yourself first and foremost and contextually being able to see how you got to where you are in your life, it becomes a really beautiful experience and an incredible opportunity to be able to do the same for other people. So yeah, you know, we're human and we have a monkey brain that sometimes brings us to this place of creating meaning and definition and kind of getting stuck in a story and in the narrative and wanting to win and not be proven wrong and just sort of dominate and, you know, come from a place of ego. And all those things are true and it happens to all of us. The practice is, you know, trying to shorten that so that your life is not interrupted with that struggle and with that battle. And, you know, we look at things in life that are outside of ourselves and our relationships, or especially our romantic relationships or our intimate relationships, with such awe. Like we see a flower and go, oh, wow, what a beautiful flower. We smell it and we sort of are captivated by the colors and the richness and the, you know, the incredible emotional sensations that come from seeing the wonderment of beauty, right? We see dogs and we, you know, sort of gleefully respond to the energy that comes from a dog who's happy to see you and fish and the sun and the stars and just life in general is so amazing that when we see it, we just look at it and it's just grand wonderment. Do we do the same thing when it comes to other human beings? Do we do that same thing when it comes to ourselves? And who raised your love is about being able to see yourself as that flower, as that star, as that bright, shiny, incredibly warm, beautiful, life-giving sun that's in the sky. And to just be in awe over it, right? And it makes me giddy to think about it because when you do that, your experience is just so incredibly pure that you're not distracted by all the, you know, things that could have been different or want to be different or, you know, seek to have different. You just look at them and you say, wow, that's just, the, that's just it. That's just the way that that flower is blossoming. That's just the way that that star is sparkling. And we are those flowers and we are those stars. And I know, listen, anyone that knows me is like, dude, what are you hitting? <laughs> because it's like, um, it's, <laughs> it's such a different conversation for me to have when I talk in these terms. Um, you know, I, I can't get rid of my New York sort of edge. Um, I don't want to get rid of my New York edge. I'm made up of my experiences growing up on 268th and 79th in Queens and hanging out with Walter and Bruno and Paul and just having a grand old time. And there are parts of me where I'm just like, yeah, you know what? That's the way it is. That's not the evolved self. And who raised me to love? Are people who gave me this gift 
that I'm just now seeing, that the love comes in seeing things for just as they are and accepting and embracing those things. It's an incredibly powerful place to be. And when you get to that place for yourself, you will have such an incredible experience of being able to um, be present in a different and I would argue more meaningful way. So the second part of that And I'm not going to spend another 16 minutes on the second part of it. The second part of that is utilizing that awareness of being able to be present in how you see the world and most specifically how you see the people who are in the world with you is the acknowledgement and the recognition from inside of you that you can elevate your love, that you can, I'm not going to say make it better, but I'm going to say make it better. You can actually improve your love. When you come to that place of seeing beautiful inside of you, you've given yourself space and room to grow into a space that is available for you to be a more beautiful person, to be patient and kind and considerate, to be gentle and to be delicate with how you approach things. And yes, that's a journey of enlightenment that I think we'd all love to get to. Um, And it's a process and it's a journey. And for today, what I submit to you is taking the opportunity to raise your love, starting with seeing where you come from and really embracing that, seeing where people come from and really embracing that. If you know someone and you want to really get to a place where you can truly wrap your arms around them, Spend some time going on the path that they were on before they met you. See what they saw. Put yourself in a position of being open-minded and open-hearted to be able to acknowledge that each one of us is on a journey that brings us to a specific place and time when we meet each other. And when that happens, it's beautiful and it's amazing. And it comes with an incredible amount of information that can be extraordinarily helpful to you in how you grow together. And that extends itself beyond a relationship. It extends itself into who you are. And take a look at your own journey. Be proud and be happy. It might have been difficult. It might have been traumatizing. It might have been abusive. It might have been love-filled. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who suffer who had an amazing, you know, experience growing up. And there's a lot of people who aren't suffering who had some real difficult challenges. But being able to see that 
from the vantage point of where they're coming from, based on their perspective, is enlightening. And so for the conversation to be able to move into a place where you are feeling satisfied, um, you don't need to do much beyond just seeing things for what they are, because that's what matters. Have a great day.